0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Nerdy Pothead podcast. Um, It's been a minute, so I hope everybody, I know everybody's still in quarantine. Some things are still kind of starting to open. Um, We're all just kind of hanging in there, I guess. Anyways, not to to start the podcast off about that, but um, I think, yeah, it's everybody's every day. So, you know, a lot of you are unaware, or some of you are that listen to this, and some of you aren't, but um, actually, on uh, April 22nd, my dad passed away complications due to COVID-19, hence a little bit of the hiatus. Um, it's been tough, and I, and I didn't know if I was even going to do one of these again. I just didn't feel up to it at that time, so that kind of kept a little bit of the hiatus as well, but I'm here because, you know, movies, TV shows, and tech, and things like that are always part of my life, and are important to me, so I really wanted to share, so here we are, Um so I, we, I haven't done this in a while, so trying to figure out where i left off and i got it so we'll start off with amazon amazon prime original that kind of shocked me but was kind of great at the same time was a uh, upload the series upload by um it was greg Daniels' series if you don't know who greg daniels is he is the um producer of the office so if, when they said they're doing upload and the concept of upload was watch the uh trailers, you're like, this is pretty cool. Like what happens if you pass away and people could upload basically you to a digital kinda like place where you could still be alive, they can visit you, you can it, it it was the concept of it was sounded pretty cool, but what the show did was made you feel see just how uncomfortable that would be to the actual person that had to visit that had, that you uploaded, seeing that they can you can b- come see them whenever you wanted to, they have no control over that. Basically, you're paying for them the gigs for them to use, so. If you don't want anybody else to see them, you could just stop paying for the gigs. Crazy concept um acting was amazing, well not amazing. But it was great for what it was. um a lot of people didn't like the ending um the cliffhanger at the end I absolutely loved it it was it did two things and I think here's the thing it's the ending kind of sums up the thought process that men go through when they're caught in a conundrum of kind of dating someone and liking someone else, and the other person, telling the other person it's over and then not giving up, the amount of thoughts that run through your head, I think maybe that happens on both ends, and basically at the end, he's in a lower tier, so he only gets two gigs a month. He uses it all up, professing his love to a girl. It's out. His ex-girlfriend gives him two more gigs and basically tells him that she killed herself so she could upload and be with him forever. And he literally loses two gigs in, like, one second because the thought process of her being with him forever totally takes up all the, the, the time that he has. It's absolutely... Pretty funny because it's like that's eternity no matter what. Right? He can't do anything, he's in the afterlife. It's not like he can run anywhere. She's gonna have control of him. She's gonna give him unlimited gigs so they can be together. Like, I gave it away. But um yeah, it's something to check out. It's it it's pretty good that it's it's really good. It really takes a look at just how digital things digitally can um it can really go there like there's no there's no um there's no reason that it can't go that far so it's always something that we have to be I think personally vigilant about just how far we let these things um I say I I say go like how much um how far do we let technology take us um it's good when we utilize it um for things but again it it, it how how far are we utilizing it and how are we using it to better ourselves and how are we're using it to not like you know it's a very it's a it's a it's a very um unique space like just thinking about technology and how it's even right now, I mean, everybody's stuck at home. How much has technology helped you cope? Imagine if there's no Netflix and things of that nature, like how, how would coping be? I mean, we'd figure out a way because humans are extremely adaptable by just, just who we are. We're just very adaptable. So we would have definitely figured out a way, but it would have been hard to get there. And it probably could have been a lot tougher um. so yeah um, one of my next shows what else did I watch since we haven't had this conversation since I haven't been here um, what did I watch on well I started watching Dead to Me um, honestly Dead to Me is one of my favorite Netflix originals it's uh, with Christina Applegate and the first season was so good. I mean, it's very morbid in the uh, humor because um, it's humor after death of a close person. And it's, 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 it's got humor. I would say it's more morbid humor. She's dealing with it how people like, you know, there's always these things where you watch a movie, somebody passes away. And it's very, like, it's very kind. The person cries and mourns, but a lot of it is very kind and it's very, it feels very sunny. And they have their moment when they're down, but they ultimately come up and they're happy. And you know they find a great outlook on life. The great outlook on life, yes, that's all. I think that's what you always end up finding it. You know what I mean? It, it, it the pain is there but it it stays there you learn to live you right you learn to put it you learn to live with it and use it you change the direction of the pain into something and you put it your heart and your heart into it and that's that's mainly what you try to do but on the way there it's not always a bunch of roses and I think this showed that to me um and Afterlife Show that Sometimes it like Just because something happens Doesn't mean I want to fucking talk to you about it It Doesn't mean I want to share my feelings It doesn't mean I don't think You know It just means that Like it's happened And it's, it's bothering me And I just Need to just let it bother me And you need to leave me alone well, it does, and you're gonna, you know, like there's a lot of the heat, like you know, some people, like I feel that right now too, like it's there's pain in between, so I understand, like so, like I, maybe these shows talk to me a little bit more just because they're handling it how they need to handle it, and not how the expectation of how they should handle it. Um, so that that show's really good. It's I'm on episode four, season two so good i mean there's more tags to the storyline of course but that's the basis around it uh, definitely watch uh if you are looking for something you're probably watching it already to tell you the truth because netflix does make sure you know there's a new season of their greatest their great shows um i started watching and i am going to continue i'm on episode three of uh, hollywood the uh, Ryan Murphy series that's, that is on uh, Netflix. And um, it's basically... I would say, if you want to know, it's basically about... Um, there's a bunch of... Um, I guess you could say um, soldiers from the army and people that come to Hollywood, they want to make him be famous. And it's just about the other end of that, like, what they have to do to get there, and, um, it deals with, uh, families, breakups, heartache, prostitution, um, it, it deals with, basically, like, like, <laughs> like brothels, but, uh, it, it, it's, it's such a unique story, in And how they all band together and how they're all using, basically using sex to get the things that they want. Um, If you're not familiar with Ryan Murphy, Ryan Murphy is, the last thing he did on Netflix was The Politician. He is also the creator of Glee. So yeah, definitely uh, something to check out. I, I have to give this movie, John Henry, a chance. Um, I thought it was a little bit weird. So, Will, Will Forbes' movie, I thought it was a little bit weird seeing Terry Crews as an ex-LA gang member. But I am going to give it a chance, so I definitely probably hope let you guys know about that next week um like most of the world that's a sports fan we're all watching the last dance in every two episodes a week and you know the 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 whole thing there is a lot of people are starting to compare him to jordan him to lebron and you know the more you see jordan in his element like that is the more that you kind of looking, you're like, yeah, yeah, LeBron is a, you know, Jordan's a better player than LeBron. I, I'm i going to weigh in on this just because I can. Jordan is not a better player than LeBron. LeBron is not a better player than Jordan, there. I gonna tell, put the one thing that I always put when I talk about this to people errors matter and in Jordan's era there wasn't a there wasn't a lot of super athletic high motor players there were some but there wasn't a lot and Jordan was that and what ended up happening is it ended up he came in the way Larry Bird, the way Magic Johnson played was different. The style in the basketball was different. The defenders were more rewarded, like the defense was more rewarded than offense. Hence why you were able to do a lot more heavier fouls in the game than you are now. Jordan changed that. Jordan made the NBA super marketable because of that skill, the dunk, the tongue, the number twenty three, the shots, the, the unbelievable motive, skills, the way Nike promoted them. It basically they had to change the NBA to suit marketable players so they can sell the NBA. So you take Jordan out of the equation, nobody ever plays like the like you don't play you don't train yourself to be a LeBron James, right? Because the game wouldn't be like that. So he holds a spot as the greatest because of how he won and who he beat. The team, no modern-day team was going to beat that Chicago Bulls team. And the reason we're going to beat them is because Jordan defensively was a stopper through his whole career. It wasn't like teams now where they go and they say, "We got it. We're gonna go get a three and D guy, or we're gonna get a guy that specializes in defense." And this guy specializes in this. That's a different NBA. It's different now. Back then, when you were the best player, you had to be the best player on both sides. You played thirty to forty minutes. Blood, sweat, and tears. The NBA is different. They don't do that now. We sometimes can go get the guy off the bench and let him play critical possessions because we know defensively he can lock down anybody. Totally different from back then. So that's why I don't do the era comparison. I'm on a tangent. I'm out of that tangent. Another movie that I watched on Netflix. Um, it's called All Day All Night. This might be. Uh, not on the level of a menace to society or boys in the hood, but it's going to sit there for me personally because I like the message. You watch it. It does cut back and forth to, like, modern day and things of that nature. And when you watch it, you kind of, like, you kind of feel the pain. Like you're watching a kid basically go down the wrong path like fully with all the support that he can get because of the trauma that his father put him through before his father got locked up and what he's seen and it's a sad story that's a cycle that keeps repeating itself and it It's crazy. It is crazy to watch. It was, I, I felt, you felt connected to the character. Um, Ashton Saunders, who, if you watch the Wu-Tang series, plays RZA. He was also in The Equalizer 2, He played the kid that was with um, Denzel, that lived by Denzel, and Jeffrey Wright. We all know Jeffrey Wright from The West Road Part 2. One and two, Westies on West Road. He has another movie. I can't remember what it's called, but it's about him being in prison. He actually was in prison with inmates when they filmed it, so it's a pretty intense. He, it's um, yeah, they do a great job. The cast does a great job, and it's something that like I, I I really feel that everybody should watch, and it's hard to watch, and I mean the language is not the best in there. But if you've got, like, you know, teenagers that are going to teenagers, or kids that you feel they're staring going the wrong way, you just sit them down and let them watch. Let them see it firsthand. This is exactly what it is. It's a cycle. Because you've had that trauma and you've seen something that you're not supposed to, and that trauma's there, you don't know the difference. And we can't really tell you. And you won't listen when we tell you so it's something that you kind of have to show so definitely want to check out as well um yeah i think i didn't i don't think i've um yeah that's about that's if it for my watching actually um i ended up picking up a uh, i need a new computer because you know i've been home um my fiance she's working from home she was using my My computer, I was working off my iPad, but I really wanted to have the computer. I think I still do some of my best writing and writing work on the computer. It's just more comfort and familiar to me to work on. So um, I ended up picking up a 13-inch MacBook Air. MacBook Air, the 2020 model. And it's so weird. It uses a USB 3. C yeah, USB C. The same charger that kinda charges the Samsung phones. That's the first time Mac is using a charger like that. And it's USB, it's those it's those ports. It's got three of the two of those ports. So my hard drive can't plug in there. And I <laughs> was the first like when I first thought about it, I'm like, man, the it's funny how tech companies do that circle where they they try not to be like each other so hard and then they end up having to use similar things because they forget that the people that use these programs they don't have every they don't just use all Mac program things or they don't just use all PC stuff it's a combination and variant of each other so you kind of need to have universal ports for people so I do like that. I do like it. I like that. I like the. Um, it feels great. It's a bigger screen. So, you know, I'm trying to get back into the groove of doing things. I'm working on kind of like a printed version for these, um, for these uh, reviews as well as the podcast. And I might move the podcast to uh, twice a month. Just to jam pack it with more content, and then be able to work on the newsletter as well. So more on that coming. Um, Also, there's gonna be some special episodes coming up for the next while we're all in quarantine. Quarantine. They're gonna be recorded on Saturdays. Uh, I'm gonna be talking. You might. So this might be. You might hear some regurgitated stuff from here. Um, I'm gonna be talking with my good friend who's quarantined as well and does have a uh, a. Um, what's those things called? And Instagram, where he does post things about news, about TVs and shows and and film. And we just wanted to come together to kind of have a back and forth because it's hard to watch all these things by yourself. Um, So definitely look out for that on the horizon as well. And, um, yeah, this is the Nerdy Piehead. And... I'm out and I'm back and I'll see you. I may have another episode before Friday and then obviously the one on Saturday. So look out for all that too. Guys, keep it real. Peace.